What's up, everybody? Welcome to From Our 20s. Joined here with Casey in what I believe might be Florida. I am currently roaming the streets of Palm Springs, soaking up some vitamin D. So if you pick up a little wind in the background, it's because I'm enjoying the last day of the sunny 70s before I head back to the frozen tundra of Buffalo. Jeez. Must be nice. Uh, 2021 is treating you well. Oh, yeah. New year, new state. That's how we do it. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were talking, and I was telling you, a nice day up in here, up here in Minnesota is sunny and above 20 degrees. So it's all That's relative. How, that is how it is back in Buffalo. Also, speaking of new year, new state, just sort of celebrated the one-year anniversary of moving to Cincinnati a couple days ago. I moved apparently on the 3rd. So I actually kind of am doing the whole new year, new state thing. So let's see, we're 2022. No idea what's happening there, but no way I'd rather ring in the new year than hanging down in Florida with all the palm trees and some good friends. Yeah, that's awesome. So it is the new year. And so we thought we would bring an episode about new year and maybe some new perspective. We got um, some good questions that we're going to just have some conversation about, and we'll just see where it goes. Love it. All right. So first question is, if you could go back to January 1st of 2020, what suggestions would you give yourself going into that year? Am I allowed to like pretend that I knew was co- that COVID was going to hit or would it just have to be? I mean, I don't know. That's, All right. that's fair game. Fair game. All right. Not the answer that a podcast like ours is looking for. But if I knew COVID was going to hit, it would be sell out of everything in the stock market and wait four months and then yeah. buy back in or buy Bitcoin. I wish I would have told myself that. Buy a bunch of Zoom stock and Bitcoin. Right. Yeah, if we would have known like what the markets would have done, I think, well, we would have been richer, but if, yeah. Yeah, uh, on a little bit more personal, like sort of getting better note, probably just like every day be a lot more consistent. This is like, in terms of years, this is going to be the best possibly year you could ever have to like work on you grow learn new skills and stuff like that because you know i was stuck inside so long like we all were you know i'm working from home uh so kind of just like be consistent and make the best use of it which i guess is every year's advice but this year was like especially you were able to learn a lot more grow i wish i would have developed a little bit more concrete skills for uh the upcoming year but that's probably what it would have been out of anything. How about you? Yeah. So I guess when I hear this question, I think of it both like as a question of the past and a question of the future. So really what I answer here is going to be a reflection, um, but it's also going to be advice for me into the next year. So, so basically what I learned this last year, what would I tell myself for the next year? So even though this next year will have different events and I don't know what's going to happen and it's not going to be the same as last year, I can still learn from this last year and apply some general takeaways. So I guess I would tell myself that it may not go as I want or expect it to, but that's okay. 
Like, I'm going to be right where I'm supposed to be. And even if God didn't give me what I want or, you know, doesn't do or answer my prayers exactly how how I want them to be, like, he hasn't forgotten me and he's working on something else that's probably better. So he's going to provide me with what I need. And sometimes he has to give me what I thought I wanted in order to help me realize that's maybe not what I wanted. So then I'll get like realigned with what he actually desires for me. Yeah, right on. So I guess sort of in that vein, the typical New Year's question is, is Brandon Mark Olson a resolution? Uh, you, you just, that's my middle name. Am I giving away too much? Do you not want everyone to know your social security <sighs> number and date of birth too? Dang it. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a, it's not a very great middle name anyway. It's Mark a, with a C, right? Dude, you know me well. I know I'm you pretty too sure well. yours is Paul, right? Nope. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> not Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your middle name. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I like that. But yeah, am I doing resolutions for this next year? Um, I've hated doing New Year's resolutions because I think you make them January 1st and you do them for a couple weeks and then you're just done. The official average quit date is January 19th. Wow. Ah, 19 days. Yep. But this year, I think I will write down some goals and maybe they won't be just for the year. They might just be, maybe there'll be a three-year plan. Maybe they will be for a year. Maybe they'll be for a month. I think I'm going to write down some things to shoot for, whether it's just some things I want to work on, like to be a better man, or if it's, you know, I have some goals, I guess, for farming as well, my job and, um, you know, financials, just business type stuff. So I think it's good to set goals. I don't, I haven't written them down yet. It's something I'm going to be doing here in the next week for sure. Um, what about you? Are you, yeah, a, are so, you a resolutioner? Uh, yes and no. I hate like the whole like term resolutions. Cause like it sort of puts you in the boat of the same person who, you know, wants to lose 50 pounds and quits by the second or third week. Uh, but yeah, I'm a huge goal setter goal-oriented person even though i tend to break mine down into shorter chunks like i have you know even daily i have a plugin on chrome on google chrome for my browser that's like just says like your one big thing for the day is and like every time i open a new tab i just see that it's like one thing i have to get done each day then i have like each month or three months i'll try to hit certain goals uh but yeah i'm a pretty big i guess at the end of the day yeah i'm a pretty big resolutioner even though i try to break it down into goals uh and like dude on my phone on my notes app i probably have like 10 or 15 that i've written down for 2021 nice um and like i break it into categories too like spiritual hobbies physical business financial like that sort of thing dude i love it just because it gives you something to shoot for yeah um and something that i've learned listening so i listen to a good amount of like podcasts and stuff throughout the work day. And I was listening to one, I believe it was Angela Duckworth, who is a psychologist specifically studying human achievement. And they found that effective goal setting has, I'm probably butchering this, but I think it's three main components and it has to be specific, 
it has to be measurable and then it has to have a deadline in order for it to be effective. So if you take that into like physical fitness, that basically means that in order for something to be effective, you have to say, I am going to achieve X goal and I'm going to measure it by this metric and I'm going to achieve it by X date. So you can't just say, I want to get in shape. And even it's not enough to say, I want to lose 50 pounds. It has to be, I am going to lose 50 pounds by this means, by this date. Uh, and so it just makes sure that you have a checkup. And so the more abstract you are, the less likely you are to be able to achieve your goals. Uh, so there's a little freebie out there for anyone uh, looking into getting into resolutioning. Sorry, the wind's picking up out on the streets of Palm Springs. Uh, <laughs> But so if you want to be able to achieve your goals, essentially, you just have to make sure that what you're looking to do is quantifiable. It's not a qualitative goal. It's a quantifiable goal. You have a specific means to achieving the goal and then you have a deadline yeah. so that you're able to track your progress. You can't improve something that can't be measured. And then you actually have to set a date so that you have a fire under your stomach to make sure that what you're looking to accomplish is accomplished by a certain deadline. Yeah. And so for someone making a New Year's resolution, uh, even when it comes to something that's quantifiable, your goal shouldn't be, I need to lose 50 pounds by December 31st, 2021. It should be, I need to lose 10 pounds by March 31st and then break it into smaller chunks to make sure that you are consistently achieving your goal. Yeah. So a little freebie there. I went on a tangent there, but no, that's yeah, that's a huge, not to go full like millennial mega church Christian, but Enneagram three over here, <laughs> love setting goals achieving them and then just always getting better so yeah kind of my bread and butter there yeah no consistency is key and i think setting up those checkpoints as i would call them like those mini goals within the big goal is how you are able to consistently like maintain that mark towards the big goal so yeah so upcoming 2021 what is the thing you are most excited about and what's the something you're most, I don't know, scared of, concerned about, anything like that? So you're predicting, you know, highlights and lowlights already for the upcoming. Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I think I'm most excited about, in a weird sense, like the uncertainty of it. Because you just don't, like, that's the beautiful thing about life is you just don't know, like, what's going to come. We can We can make our plans and we can do some things to control parts of parts of life, but there's just going to be unexpected events that happen. And I think that's part of the excitement. So I'm excited for all that's to come that I don't know about. I'm also excited about like farming for a full year. This will be my first year that I start on the farm and I'll end on the farm. Like last year I was, I started, I went back to school for my last semester out in Virginia, and then I started farming in uh, May. So I'm excited to have a full, like, work year um, under my belt and, and see, see the progress that we make. And I'm excited to just continue to work at my career and, and build that up. So I think one of the things that I am that I've kind of written down already for this year is to keep building. So I'm going to whatever that means, there's a, there's a bunch of it's pretty vague, but it can mean a lot of things. And to me, it means to keep building my business on the farm. 
It means to keep building myself up in God's word and to keep building on relationships that I have established already. So stuff like that. So that's kind of my, my big two word goal is to keep building. And then underneath that, I've got, you know, some subcategories that I'll, that I'll have specifics for. Yeah. Anything you're, I mean, that was kind of an up and down, anything you're particularly concerned about, or is that sort of the most exciting thing is the most nerve wracking thing is, you know, putting in a full year for the first time. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I'm really like concerned about anything. I, I don't, I mean, it's, it sounds cliche or maybe it sounds even fake, but like, I don't really want to worry about stuff. Like I just, there's no point in stressing or worrying about the uncertainty of things. Like they're going to happen and it's just how you roll. It's just, you got to roll with the punches. And I just know yeah. that I am, that I serve a big God and whatever he's going to throw my way, like I'm going to get through it. So, you know, I try not to live with worry and obviously I do have stresses and worries in life. They come, but right now just kind of have the mentality that you kind of expect those things. So I'm already kind of prepared for them. Dude, love that. What are you excited about? Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm in the same boat where the thing I'm most excited about and the thing I'm most concerned about are kind of the same thing. So this is about a year and a half out, but <clears throat> I had, you know, I've you know done like many side stuff and I feel like I bring this up almost every single episode is like some of the side stuff I run. Um, but just like, I love business for the most part, you know, like starting small stuff. Um, but there's two things that I have right now that are sort of beginning to take off. Um, and so my goal is in a year and a half. So I'm 22 right now and my birthday's in July. So my goal by the time I'm 24, so a little over 18 months out is I want to become self-employed, be my own boss, uh, at the age of 24 and like sustainably making, more than I currently make at my nine to five right now so that I can, you know, afford to live and then some, uh, but that's kind of the biggest thing I'm most excited about is some of the, um, big success that I've been seeing, especially, uh, in December for the first time, my sales on one of my business surpassed my monthly income from my actual job. Uh, so that was like super exciting. And obviously a lot of that when it's a consumer facing business is just the winter, like holiday Christmas gift rush. So I'm not expecting that to be super sustained but just seeing like some stuff pick up um and it's just really scary to think that you know a year and a half from now i'm not gonna have like steady income it's like i'm just gonna have to eat what i kill i'll have nothing keeping me anywhere uh everything i do is completely online so literally if i wanted to pack up and move to costa rica i could and you know it's super exciting but also super nerve-wracking to think that for the first time in my life there's literally nothing keeping me anywhere uh and like, you know, ever since we were kids, like we went to school somewhere, uh, we'd have to, you know, live there. You know, we went to college in Virginia and even with school online, you know, for you, like you could have gone back to Minnesota, but like you had somewhere to be. And, you know, it's super exciting, but super scary to think that like I literally could do anything anywhere in a year and a half from now or even less than that. Uh, and so like, I don't know, that, that, that's really exciting to me. And I think that's super cool. Um, but I'm also like, like you said, like, I don't want to worry about it. And I realized that like, that's not something that I should ever like complain about. Cause that's such a huge, like, I don't know if I'd say blessing or privilege or just like not a whole lot of people are in that position at the age that I'm am or I'm going to be, but it's also scary to think like, you know, 
I'm in Cincinnati right now because my job's there, but I don't have to be uh, if this takes off. And it's like, it's scary to think just like, dude, where am I going to live? What am I not? What am I going to do? But like, it's weird to think I could go like completely anywhere, do anything. And there's just such a complete lack of structure there. That's both super exciting and super scary to me. Um, So, you know, praying through that, but it's always just been, you know, even colleges, like, you know, I have to pick a school, but I can pick like between these few ones that, you know, I got accepted to and they're all in this place or, you know, when it comes to jobs, like I could end up in one of these few cities, but now it's like, I, I, I have a buddy who did this and he's literally just, he bounces around from city to city every month or two. Um, it's like just unreal. Just thinking that the life that I always thought I'd live because you, you're just a kid. You just think I'll go to school, I'll get a job and I'll work there. And now like that framework's completely falling on its face, realizing that there's nothing, there might be nothing keeping me anywhere ever. Wow. Uh, which like I said, super exciting to think about just, like I said, that's not a life most people get to live. And I'm super fortunate uh, that, you know, who knows, you know, what God has in store. Maybe this will all fall, fall flat on its face. won't happen. But just the way things are shaping up that, dude, I have no idea what's going to happen. That's so cool and so scary. Yeah. I think that's one thing COVID has brought about is the ability to work from anywhere. It's created that. Yeah. That sort of just ability to do work from home so i think you would you know i think there's a lot of people in the same boat as you like they can pretty much be anywhere and still work their job so i mean yeah no kidding it's cool it's you got endless possibilities so it's exciting but yeah it's uncertainty for sure well we're going to take a quick break here and then we will wrap up this new year new perspective podcast all right, so we're calling this episode "New Year, New Perspective," and we've kind of we've kind of dove into it already with the first question. And I'm going to catch you off guard because this was not on our sheet. But what is your new perspective for this coming year? And we might have already answered it anyway, in the previous you- question, but see if we can't pull any any more out of it yeah first off rarely look over that sheet i kind of like doing (laughs) it it's gotten me this far uh but uh new perspective is it any way to be more specific should i just kind of roll with that like what has there been like this big shift or mental mindset that you learned from last year that you're just like my mind has changed now and I, I got something new uh, and I got a new sense of direction perspective. Like, has there been a perspective? Yeah. Has there been a point of view that's new to you now because of everything that happened last year? Cause last year was crazy, like absolutely crazy for everybody. Yeah, I guess uh, I have, one thing that's just become more important to me. And then I have one thing that's gotten like really reinforced. So the one thing that's become somewhat newly reinforced to me, and I kind of touched on, touched on this when you said like, what, if you could tell yourself one thing last year, what would it be? But it's just like the value and power of consistency. Um, and just like, it's like, if you go for a workout 
and you run 10 miles and you look in the mirror afterwards, you look the exact right. same. And if you do it again the next day, you look the exact same and so on. But it's just the choices you make compounding over time. Uh, and I forget exactly what it is. It's like one times one to the first power is still one, but one times like 1.01 to the 365th power is like 38 or it's like something like that where like one decimal point, but done 365 times is just like just that little bit every day gets you so much further. Um, so it's just like being a lot more consistent this year, sort of that like new thing to me, um, what's like every single day being in the word and prayer, which is something I was already, you know, trying to do last year, but still just like that, the power of consistency is becoming even more important to me. You know, every single day doing something active, getting in a workout, every single day, like learning something new that I can apply, um, whether it be like a business skill or reading a book or anything like that. It's just, you know, I already like hated kind of like feeling like I wasted a day, but like that's even like more so this year. It's just like every day just being consistent. And I'm not saying not to like rest or like take care of yourself, but just like the importance of doing things every single day or at least on a consistent basis um, just little strides are so much more important than one big action every now and then um, and that's sort of been like my big thing that I learned last year and going into this year is just how important being consistent is um, and the one thing that got really reinforced is that like I, I'm cardiardy of the view that everyone and myself included has no idea what they're doing um and this year really reinforced that it's like everybody's dumb i'm really dumb so like i'm especially on that spectrum but dude, every, like i don't know what it is i hate when people think they know things myself included like I, how many disclaimers have i given on this podcast like i'm an idiot 22 year old take everything i say with a grain of salt this is just my perspective and there's a 50 50 chance it's right or wrong um like i stand by that so strong this year between COVID, like, (laughs) dude, listening to people talk about the stock market because, like, that's the thing I'm in to hear everything on both sides. The election, oh my goodness, dude, it just got so reinforced that everybody's an idiot, (laughs) myself included. Uh, The the world needs some more common sense, my goodness. Like, oh, everybody's running around with uh, their head cut off. Like, that's something, like, when I talk, that's one of the most, okay, sorry, I'm just like going on a rant now, but that is one of the most annoying traits to me in people. Um, It's just, when they think they know everything or, or it's not even when they think they know they're everything is willing to have their mind changed. I think one of like the most like attractive things in a pe- person, when I say attractive, I don't just mean like dating. I just mean in general, like I like being around you is, are you willing to have your mind changed if you are presented with new information? Yeah. And there's so many people who aren't where they have a viewpoint and they're sticking to it, no matter what evidence to the contrary comes up. And it's like, I just like it. Like, I hold, like, there's very few beliefs or ideas that I hold incredibly tightly and dearly. Like, obviously, like, my faith is one of them. Apparently, for the amount of time I've spent on this rant, this belief (laughs) that nobody should know everything is apparently one of those two. But it's just like, people are so incredibly invested in their own frameworks and ideas and points of view. And they're just unwilling to have them change no matter what's going on 
and that's like like I already like kind of felt that way but I feel like 2020 just reinforced that is that like we don't know everything and I'm just feel like I'm one of the ones who's willing to admit it and it seems like there are so few people out not that like you know I'm awesome I'm willing to admit that I'm dumb but just like so many people just they think they know everything and if you can go 2020 and still think that you are right about everything I you have a type of confidence that I will never possess um like so that's something that got reinforced this year is we're all guessing nobody knows everything and like let's just stop pretending like we do but you know not you know like just I don't know what's going on here but how about we're willing to like listen to other people we hold our beliefs maybe a little bit more loosely and we're willing to hear arguments to the contrary um that's something that got, got really info- reinforced this year is just let's just all chill a little bit like and let's be willing to have a dialogue with each other about what we think is the best yeah. way to do things the best thing to believe without automatically feeling like we need to defend our beliefs instead of confront them with other facts that might show, hey, maybe we are not 100% wrong, maybe we're not 100% right, but maybe we can maybe fine tune or add a little bit of nuance. Maybe that's the word I've been looking for this whole time is there's just a stunning lack of nuance in the way that people think and believe about things is, hey, maybe two things can be right at the same time. Um, And a lot of people just want to stick to their guns about, hey, this is the way I look at the world and is unequivocally, unshakably right all of the time. Um, I just feel like we could use a little bit more charitability and nuance in the way that we think about the things other people believe and even the things that we believe. Uh, So that was a huge tangent. How about you? Dude, I like that. And you know what? I'm kind of a stubborn person. I stick to my beliefs a lot of the time. And I sometimes have the Mr. Right mindset, but that's also something I learned big time this year is I got to be open to hear different stories and hear and hear different sides to things because you just hear one thing or one side of something and you just don't get the whole story. So we got to be open. We got to be teachable. I think that's a really key word. We got to be teachable to (laughs) truth. And, you know, like you, I'm obviously always going to stand firm on my beliefs in my faith. But, you know, aside from that, like, you're right. We don't know everything and we can learn a lot from other people. You also don't have to believe everything everybody else says either have discernment but at least be open and not just be so closed closed gripped or have a hard heart towards everything just because of whatever stereotype that you're you're putting on them like we gotta be open and and um just yeah like we gotta be able to grow and and just see new perspectives is what I kind of come back to. Yeah, right on. So I guess I'll wrap this up with one last quick question, unless you had any more. Um, I kind of already hammered mine. Um, but if you could just pick one word for yourself for 2021, what would it be? I've kind of said it a million times. Mine's consistency. Um, but you got one word for yourself for 2021. What's it going to be? In December, I was thinking over a new word for this next year. Last year, I had a couple words that I wanted to live by. And it was intentionality and generosity. And honestly, this next year, consistency is also like been on my mind and a word that I really wanted to 
need to kind of move forward with. So I'm, I got the same word, man. Consistency. Dude, love it. So important. So why don't you give us a world-class first one of 2021, a banging outro to the first episode of the new year. Have at it. For 2021, we have a bunch of content that we want to get through. The next episode that we've been trying to record that we haven't been getting to yet is the real world. And we just want to talk about college life versus life after college. And then, I mean, we have a assortment of different topics that we want to get to, but we also want to hear from our listeners. We're going to get some guests on this show this year, and we're going to hear people's stories and we're going to relate and we're going to laugh and we're just going to dive deep into the question of expectation versus reality. That's what we're about. This is from our 20s, just having a conversation. Like always, as we say multiple times, we don't really know what we're doing or what we're saying. We're just having a conversation and we hope that it relates to you and you can find some sort of little advice from it or argument. I don't know. Just at least it's your enjoyment. We just, we thank you for listening and uh, we're just, we're happy to be here. The happiest. Take care until next time. 